this FA Cup first round replay picks edition of the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform, the parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hufbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time has last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Use a promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. And in honour of Veterans Day, everything in the merch store is 10% off with the promo code VETS. All proceeds from this sale will be donated to Mission 22, a non-profit serving those who have served. everybody to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is, I know this, Monday the 13th of November and Megan Baz are here to have a little squint about the Premier League weekend which has just finished and we've got some... Uh, FA Cup first round replays. We're going to make some picks in, which gives us a nice chance to dive down the pyramid uh, and bring you the delight of some of the teams you might not even have heard of, uh, but we're going to bet them all the same. Um, joining me um, from Nottinghamshire is Mr. Barry Penaluna. Hello, Baz. What's happening? <coughs> um, still coughing, still spluttering, still can't hear properly. Um, slight improvement. I would say, in terms of my illness. Yeah. How, are you, how are you feeling yourself? A little bit better today, Baz, thank you. I've, uh, I've might be. I don't want to speak too soon, but I might be coming out the other side. Barry, I'm looking to be alive, uh, but I'm coming out the other side. Yeah, it's been a week for me now, and I was just saying yesterday, like, literally no progress, not no improvement at all. Then I've woke up the day, and my head feels clearer, but my ears are still ringing and muffled, and my throat still feels like I'm swallowing razor blades all day. Um, but you know, we crack on, we don't moan, we just get on well, with it, you know. It sounds a little bit like you're moaning, but part of the problem you've got here, Barry, is that we've got 72 hours uh, to sort yourself out because come Thursday, you've got about 100 pints of premium lager to get down you in a three day window when we go away to wherever we're going because I still don't know. Um, are you going to be all right for that? I'll be. That's going to be all right for that. He's absolutely just disappeared off the stream. Uh, he might, he might well have died. People, um, is what's gone on there. Um, oh, here he comes. Um, yeah, we go. sorry about that. Uh, yeah, I'll be fine for that. That's one thing Helen keeps saying every time I moan about how I'm unwell and she needs to do everything. She says, I guarantee you'll not be unwell when Thursday comes round. <laughs> not a chance you will miss out on your trip away with the lads. And I was like, no, that's a fair point. Even if I'm dying, I'll still be on that plane to uh, oh, 
Nelly give it oh, a win. Oh, Baz Nelly. <laughs> I still yeah. haven't. Um, I still haven't cheated and looked. You know, you're proud of me because I'm not disciplined. Discipline, Barry, is isn't normally something people associate with me. So the fact that I've managed to not uh, Google or check any flight apps or anything like that, you're proud of us. Because to be fair, it wouldn't be hard to find out where we're going. You've got a rough idea of the flight time and you know which airport we're going from. Yeah. Um, and, and you would be able to narrow it down to at least three or four destinations probably. Uh, but that's not in the spirit of the mystery tour, you know. It's, it's, it's not in the spirit, the Buzz. Um, all will be revealed on Thursday evening when we convene in Leeds before we get the flight on Friday morning. Um, Excellent. Yeah, I'm, I'm forward to it now. I've done all my research. I've got some good spots lined up. Um, I've shared the weather forecast already this week, so everyone knows it's going to be cold and wet and yeah, miserable. It's bleak. Um, but it should be fun. It'll be good fun. We'll enjoy it. I tell you, I bet you what all the listeners love listening to Baz is me and you talking about us making you go on holiday. <laughs> I bet they're I loving that, Baz. I've only just come back from holiday, and now I'm going through the whole <laughs> holiday, holiday talk once again with a glass I mean, of Ryan, Ryan did say he wanted this show to be like two blokes talking down the pub, but maybe we've taken it a little bit too far. Uh, hello, everyone else. We, we'll, we'll involve everyone else, shall we, Baz, instead of me and you just having a chat. Um, Mafia was first in. Uh, Slick Rick is here as well. There's some other people loitering. Uh, Brian McDonald. Um, is asking if we're covering Eswatini. I've had a look. <laughs> I have had a look, Brian. I've had a look. Um, I must admit, I didn't have much enthusiasm for the international football. I looked in the uh, Egyptian Division 1 just before we started, but there's no games. There's um, Egyptian Division 2 this week, Baz. Um, any, any good yeah, nothing. No, no, not really. Didn't blow me skirt up at all. Uh, look, the, a lot of them sound like companies, like works teams. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, Arab, Arab contractors. That's a good team name, isn't it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like the clues are there. To be fair, though, talking about works teams, we're actually we've got at least one works team in the uh, in the FA Cup um, first round replays that we're going to cover a bit. So yes, good evening, Brian. How are you? Um, we'll have a chat about the Premier League again. Let's get some uh, some of our fine advertising. Uh, mentioned first before we crack on, but um, Veterans Day in honor of that, uh, everything the merch store is 10% off uh, with the promo code VETS. So, proceeds for that sale are donated to Mission 22, which is a non profit serving those who have served. So, support a great cause, score some sweet merch at store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com with the promo code VETS. Uh, Bet365 is the world's favorite sports book. Uh, it's the one we use all the time on here. All our lines tonight, or all my lines are coming from 365, 88 million others. Agree. Prop sides, totals, live betting. Bet 365, we've got you covered. And um, plenty of boosts as well. 30% profit boost on NFL same game parlays. Uh, the early payout um, on the NFL, 17 points. Um, it's 2 0, isn't it, in the football? We like a bit of that. Uh, sign up today, choose from two bonus offers either a $1,000 first bet safety net. Or bet $5 to get $150 in bonus bets. Head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com, bet365, sportsgamblingpodcast.com, bet slash bet365. Uh, problem gambler, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, that's the one I'm not meant to read out. Uh, I'll go further down to Underdog Fantasy. Um, NFL, NBA, NHL. Um, Underdog Fantasy have got all of that covered with you. Watch along, make your picks, and make some cash. 
um, playing the um, higher or lowers over there. If you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog, double your first deposit up to $100. Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. Um, so, yeah, it was a good weekend of uh, Premier League football. Um, so, I'll go through the picks. If you don't mind, Baz, we'll go through my picks because I know you've put out a seven-minute video detailing your picks uh, for everyone. So, I mean, we'll we'll just leave that there. So, we'll go through my... I mean, we, we'll pick some winners on Sunday there, Baz. So, I said to Baz... Um, well, we'll put a little uh, put a little clip out, Baz, on the social. Sometimes we put a little clip out if we've had a winner. And sure enough, I get a notification about 10 o'clock. That, uh, oh, Barry's put a little video out, so I have a look. Fucking first one, there's Barry's pick. Uh, clips away. Oh, Barry, there's another Barry pick. Third up. Oh, he has another Barry's pick. So I uh, went four out of five on Sunday. You put one of my clips in, Barry, and it was the worst price out of all the winners. Do you want to talk us through that video, Baz? Yeah, because I had oh, I had five out of six, Malcolm. <laughs> For a start, um, there was only five games, so I don't know where were you claiming five out of six from. Because I give Man City to score three or more, and Man City to score four or more. We had a ladder. <laughs> we had a ladder, Malcolm. Seven to one. I had a seven to one winner. What was your biggest price? Well, I had my pick was three or more in that game. Yep. At five to two. But I had three or more and four or more. So right, okay. So what? So. So, so why did you decide to put in my worst price of the lot then? Was that just... That was because that was the only game I didn't have a winner. So that completed the set. The thing is, Malcolm, when we make these clips, it's mainly for TikTok, right? Ah, TikTok, right. TikTok is my TikTok account. So it's a personal account, but it's to try and drive people towards the podcast. And that's the whole point of the TikTok clips, is really to try and promote the podcast. So what it, what we want to do is... Super Sunday, here we go. We got a, a winning pick on every game, and I had a winning pick on all four of them. Um, and the only one I didn't was the Brighton game I got wrong. I had uh, over one and a half first half goals, uh, but Sunday overall was outstanding for both of us. Um, you had four out of five, as you say. I, I'd done the same, but I, I had the ladder in the City game. Still, that City goals, man, five to two for three or more, and seven yeah. to one for four or more. Um, you know, first off, you just felt like you were, you you were in there. I I was thinking, I wish I'd gone higher up the ladder. Obviously, it didn't it didn't come off in the end, um, but, but I had the feeling it could have got got away. Um, I mean that TikTok video, Malcolm. The the, lover, the viewers loved it. I had sixteen thousand views on TikTok. Did you? Oh yeah, three hundred new followers in twenty four hours. So um, imagine how people, many you'd got if you'd seen my face, Barry, on there. People, people wanted to see me, not you. Um, but that's the whole point of the TikTok is to try and push people over this way. Um, I mean, another plug for the TikTok for those that are on. I've been doing the live on a Saturday morning as well. And that's going really well, getting lots of people involved, lots of different names. Some people who are, I've not heard of before, but coming in and say they listen to the pod regularly. Um, and others who just nip in every morning and say, what do you fancy in this game? What do you fancy in that game? And it's, it's good good crack for an hour. And actually, TikTok was brilliant on Saturday because I do it 11.30 till 12.30. And um, someone came in and said, do you have any interest in horses? I says, no, I'm, I'm yeah. not putting out any horse tips, but if you've got anything, let me know. He said, 12.25 a day in three, uh, take Josh the boss. So we, we, live, we live bet the uh, Josh the boss on the uh, TikTok live, and that one. And at the same time, somebody else came in and said he's got a winner in the first one at Thirsk. Um, and that came <laughs> and what well. price was that first one then? It was five to four, the first one. That's second, happy with second that. It was uh, two to one. 
Um, no, what? So we literally two people put horse picks in, um, and and we came out with a five to four and a two to one winner. So we finished the show off in style, the little TikTok live. Um, we had uh, had a few horse horse tips as well. So yeah, if you're not if you're on the TikTok, keep an eye out for me live on a Saturday morning at eleven thirty. Not this week, because um, I'll be on my mystery tour and there's no Premier League anyway. Um, but yeah, good fun. So get involved there if you can. Yeah, well done. Um, yeah, six out of ten for me, Baz. Fifteen and a half units back for my ten. Absolutely delighted with that. Take that every week. Uh, two out of the three dogs in my round robin one, Baz. My forty to one. 40 to 1 round robin on the dogs and Forrest got 2 1 up with 20 minutes left um, to hit the 40 to 1 shot, but couldn't hold on. Um, so, yeah, happy with that. We made some good picks. A few people have been in touch to see they picked some winners. Um, eye catching teams, Baz. We normally have a little uh, look around. I have made a pick later on at the end of all this muck as well, Baz, uh, in the Premier League. But I think we have to talk about Chelsea 4, Man City 4 because. First, what a great game of football. Absolutely brilliant. Exactly what the Premier League is all about. And I took more from Chelsea, because you know Man City are capable of that. Chelsea won that one 4-4, didn't they? <laughs> Why are you saying that? Is that... <laughs> Just everything I listened to on the radio afterwards, everyone wanking themselves off over Chelsea um, in a game where they got a point and they conceded four goals. <laughs> I thought they were good. They were no, they played well. I mean... We're good, but I was, Chelsea, I, I, was laughing. I was I was listening to talk sport afterwards, and the way they came on, suddenly they were like just how buoyed they were by that result. Yeah, uh, and one bloke even came on and said what a great win it was and how we could turn the season around. I think even he had forgot that they hadn't won. The <laughs> um, and to be fair, you, if you equalise against Man City in the last minute like that, it feels like a win. So I, I am a little bit tongue in cheek that one. Um, but yeah, um, it was a great game, and, and, and as you say, a good performance from from Chelsea. I mean, Chelsea are going to be really interesting going forward. They played well against Liverpool, Arsenal and Manchester City now uh, without having won any of those games. But they could easily have won one or two or all of them. Uh, and they're improving, which is what they said they would. Like It's a weird thing. We said, how come Postacoglu can come and immediately have an effect where Ten Hag needs nine transfer windows? Um, Pochettino's landed somewhere in the middle um, because that effect is just starting to... To, to come into play. I listened to some Chelsea fans today. I think they're still going to have problems when they come up against a team who defend. Um, well, like the, As you say, they, like the nil two v Brentford two weeks ago. Yeah, um, the low block teams. Yeah, um, they're going to be able to pick them off. Like coming up with a team who, who put that low block against them because they haven't got a natural striker. So. They're probably already a bit too far back. I would say to push for top four, the five to one for top four. A little bit too far back. But what Chelsea are going to be really good at from now on is really they could put a spanner in the works in the title race or anything because they're going to come up against these big teams and they can cause some absolute mayhem. Like, So it's nice to have a team who might be 8th, ninth, 7th, 6th, 5th, I don't know, but are going to be really sticking a, a, a stick in the spokes of big teams. Um, just, a, just an added little something. And I think Cole Palmer's worthy of a mention, Baz, because when he left to sign for Chelsea, I just wasn't sure because I'd never seen him. I'd seen him for 15 minutes in the League Cup. I'd seen him have the odd Champions League game. So I didn't know if he was good enough or not. Um, but he's fitted in, he's first choice, um, and he looks really, really good, Baz. So, yeah, I'm impressed with uh, with Cole Palmer. 
Yeah, I like the look of Palmer as well. I think he's a really, really good addition. And and getting regular game time now will be a massive bonus for him. I don't think it's long before he'll be pushing. Uh, you know, the, the England squad, it was a lot of hoo-ha last week again, as it is every time with the England squad. Um, and for the first time in a while, I wasn't asked about the fact Newcastle players didn't get in because we could do without them playing another game this week. Um, a lot of Chelsea fans come out saying, what has Sterling got to do to get get a game? I don't think Sterling's had that good a season. Like, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not bothered about Sterling not being in the England squad. And I think, personally, I think Cole Palmer will be the one pushing the England squad before Sterling, or, or should be, personally. Um I don't think it'll be long before Palmer's in there. In, in fact, did Palmer get called up today? I've I seen there was a couple of people I think he might have done, yeah. Um, I couldn't give a shit either way about any of that. Else out, I haven't took much notice of it at all. Like, um, as you say, we're away this weekend. I won't be going out my way to find a bar to go and watch England v. Nah, bollocks to that. Um, I was driving down South Gosforth earlier on bars, taking the bent of football. Um, I went past the dry cleaners. Have you ever had anything dry cleaned? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm not a lazy no. bastard like you. Well, no, well, no, neither of us. Next question is, do you know anybody who's ever ever had anything dry cleaned? Does your lass, your mom? No. No? no, it's a fucking racket, isn't it? And I've known, like, so me for years, any people I've ever known, my mum, my dad, um, I've had several girlfriends, Barry, several. Uh, nothing, no one's ever, no, no one's ever had anything dry cleaned. I think it's a, I mean, I'd love if anyone in the chat, I think American people quite like it. It seems to be a thing on like American TV. Um, if you watch, like, I watch Seinfeld, they're always in the dry cleaners or uh, Frazier or something. They're, like, Frazier's getting something back from the dry cleaners. Well, it seems to be quite a big thing in America. I don't know, what is it? What, what even is it, Barry? <laughs> You just go and wash your clothes and dry your clothes at somebody else's house instead of. But surely, Brian's done it. Brian's Brian's had his. Where's Is Brian in this country? I don't think he is. Is he? No, no, he's in the east coast of America. But there's dry cleaners everywhere, Baz. And not a single person I know, not, not one person, has had an item dry cleaned. I don't know why I've just brought that up in the middle of talking about Chelsea Man City. Um. Another eye catch up as for the weekend, Bournemouth. Um, back to back home wins for them. Uh, they took advantage of a really good spot. Uh, Newcastle team that couldn't lift their legs up. Um, and what I noticed from that pass is that the bottom three, the three relegated, uh, the three promoted teams, sorry, are all very short odds on now for relegation. You've got Burnley at four to six, minus 150. But Luton and Sheffield United are now sitting at 1-8, to eight, minus 800, or thereabouts. Bournemouth are out to 9-4. to four, And it does look like a four-horse race. There's a gap. There's a, probably a gap formed. I mean, um, any takeaways there? Bournemouth, anyone above them? Bas? Because the, the teams that kind of... I'm going to come on to Everton in a little while, but Everton, Palace, Fulham, they're going to be able to win enough, the aren't they, surely? What, like I mentioned last week, there's still a... Looming threat of a points deduction, um, which would throw a right spanner yeah, in okay. them, and and that would not only set them right back points wise, but psychologically as well would be a big blow if it does happen. It probably won't happen. Like we, we've not seen it in the Premier League um, in recent years, so I, I'd be surprised. Um, yeah, Bournemouth were good, and, and you know, both, I think both of us were fairly optimistic on Newcastle's chances going into that game, and I think 
for me, 10 minutes in, I knew I was a loser. Yeah. The rating was on the wall. Even when I saw the team, Baz, when once, I saw the lineup. Once, once we were 10 minutes in, I thought, you just felt we were going to be hanging on and hoping for a nil-nil. And in the second half, we you know, we got a long way into it. And by that point, I was like, we just need this game over. Um, I mean, it, it was the same story, wasn't it? Almiron went down injured early on, um, adding to the list of injuries. And it was just one game too far for Newcastle. Like, um, So, yeah, Bournemouth got exactly what they deserved. Could have been three or four, to be fair. Um, funnily enough, in the old TikTok on Saturday morning, someone put up Bournemouth 4-0 jokingly, and I chuckled to myself when it went 2-0, I thought this could <laughs> Yeah, could be, could have easily um, been. Because Pope had a great game to, to stop. Me. Yeah, yeah, he did. The, the other thing worth mentioning, Aaron's just jumped in, he said he'd, um, he got on Wolves at 4-1 to against Spurs early in the week and I remember saying, it was well while the Spurs game versus Chelsea was on, uh, Aaron was quite shrewd and got straight in on Wolves because Spurs were picking up injuries, were picking up suspensions during that game. Yeah. Um, and Aaron put it in the Discord chat and said, now's the time to get on Wolves because this price is going to tumble. So he got on his fours, finished off at twos. Um, and and that was a an eye-catcher for me, is Spurs. I think Spurs... Next um, on my list, Barry. Yeah, I've got they, Spurs and Everton on my list. One yeah. to avoid for a bit. Um, because Wolves left it late, but they, they deserved every, every one of those points. Um it would have been the Yeah, do you want the stat of the day, Baz, involving Spurs in this game? Can do, yeah. That was the longest time a team have been in the lead in a game yeah. and lost in Premier League history. So yeah, they obviously scored did, in yeah. the third minute, conceded the equaliser in the 91st. So they led for 88 minutes uh, and got beat. So that was a very Spursy Baz. Uh, so yeah, that was a Spurs yeah. record. Oh, yeah, but we'd, we'd said beforehand, neither of us wanted anything to do with Spurs. Um, you know, we took different ways about it. I took the, both teams to score and over two and a half. So fortunate because it came in very late on. But it, it's that big drop off in the centre halves was was a big drop off, and it sounds like Van der Ven's going to be out for a while now. Madison, when we recorded last week, we were thinking Madison would definitely miss Saturday. We weren't expecting him to be announced to be out for three months or two or three months, yeah. um, which is a big big loss. Um, they only had two shots on goal, I think, all game Spurs. Um, and if Wilson had scored, if Wilson had scored 54 72, like no, no one, I think there was a bit of a reaction because it all happened so late, but the actual result was 100% correct. It just so it was, happened they scored 91 97 or whatever the hell it was, but it, it was, was exactly it was the, the right same, outcome, exactly the same. Malcolm as Spurs win against Sheffield United. Um, yeah, yeah, true. One nil down going into injury time and, and came back and hit two goals. And and on the balance of play, the right result. Spurs won that game. Um but the alarming thing for me was how how anonymous players like Kulazewski were and Son were. And I think Madison being missing will be a massive, massive drop off for their attacking threat. Um it's, it's it's only a small small sample. Son might bounce. bounce yeah, that's back. it. But not not having Madison there was it makes me think I, I want to avoid Spurs for a little bit. Um, I would think uh, checking that lineup because if they keep rolling that team out, Hoyberg, Dyer, whoever it was, um, that team won't win many football games. It can't win many football games. We've seen it. It, it, it. That's what was that was the team they were playing. They can't do it. They'll get some of the defenders back. Is Udogi Romero were just suspended, not injured. Um, so we'll see. But 
Uh, and Wolves were great again. Yeah, and finally, back, just to touch on Everton, um, Dave Ferran messaged me pretty much as the final whistle went. He was like, Bamford in uh, Everton tip shocker. Um, so, yeah, we're being accused of being an Everton podcast now, uh, Baz. But 14th on 14 points, uh, doing really well. And I really can't see a reason why it won't continue because they've just got that. It's a bit, a little bit Rafa Benitez, Newcastle, Baz, where... Once every three weeks, they'll go and beat someone and they'll give the good teams a game, they'll beat the bad teams, and then the rest in the middle, they'll win one, lose one, draw one. Um, so unfortunately, circling the drain hasn't come around. But yeah, Everton have, uh, with the help of Calvert-Lewin, he makes a huge difference. But the, the players who aren't as playing well, Decore and Gay, and they've, they've got big defenders who again can defend, and Deitch has eventually impressed upon them what he's trying to do. So, yeah, Everton were my final uh, eye-catcher in there, but Yeah, I didn't like that one. I took the draw, didn't I? So, a late goal um, was a bit of a blow for me. I had a nice price on Palace-Everton draw. Um, I thought Palace deserved something from it, to be fair. They were better in Everton on all the stats, but um, Everton, as you say, they've, they've found a way to score now, haven't they, which they couldn't do at the beginning of the season. Um, and as you say, a big part of that is um, obviously Calvert-Lewin returning, but it's the confidence it brings everybody else. Suddenly they've got, they've got a little bit of momentum behind them and they, as you say, they will keep picking up results now. So while I was mooching around all of this, Baz, looking at the league table and all the markets, uh, I found a bet, Barry, uh, and it involves uh, Brighton and Hove Albion, who, as we have established, are a circus act. Um, they're currently sitting in eighth on 19 points, Barry. Um, now I can see Chelsea going past them. I can't see Brighton usurping anyone in front of them. The teams that are in front of them are the teams that are going to stay in front of them. So you've got your top five or six. Uh, so and then if you want to throw Newcastle, Villa, um, Liverpool, Man United. So, and I can see Chelsea improving past them, which then leaves that middle globe up for, up for grabs. So a ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th. And the bet Barry is uh, Brighton to finish in the bottom half. Um, do you want to have a punt at what price? If you haven't looked at this, have you? Where, where, Let's see. Where, where are they sitting at the moment? They are sitting in eighth place on 19 points, Barry. I reckon you're getting four or five to one. Yeah, five to one is the answer. I thought it should have been closer to three to one. So we're kind of on the same page there. Basically, like I say, you're, you're, you're asking them to drop from ninth to eleventh. Um and it's it's can any teams around them improve past them? Um and I think there's potential improvers in there. West Ham are currently holding one of those positions. Possibly can can hold on or improve again, West Ham. Wolves are improving. Nottingham Forest are another team. There's that I think Brighton are going to get themselves into that pack where they're just all going to beat each other. Wolves, Brentford are another one. I wrote Brentford off a few weeks. I didn't write them off. I thought they might struggle. Wolves, Brentford, Forest, West Ham and Brighton look like that sort of middle because then the next group of teams is Palace, Everton, uh, Fulham and then you've got the shit at the bottom. But in that group of four, I think for them to finish third, which would put them in 11th, so to speak, I think five to one's a big price pass. I think it's very, very live. They're suffering with injuries. The European thing, they might scrape out with that group and it might continue. It just seems like a... There'll be many, many worse five to one shots kicking around than that, Baz. Yeah, I don't mind that at all. 
Uh, as I say, they're on a long slump now, aren't they? What are the six games, is it, without a win? I don't know. Yeah. I know I know we said they were on a five-game winless streak last week, but then I can't remember. Did they win in Europe on Thursday? I pay so little attention. Yeah, they won in, they won in Ajax, but... Yeah, uh, that's right, yes. Aye. That, was, that was a good result, to be fair. Um, but yeah, definitely a bit of a slump. Um, I watched tonight, because it's International Week, but you can always tell International Week Monday... Sky Sports put the Northern Ireland Premiership on, and it always makes me laugh. So tonight, I've sat through Coleraine v Glen Torren, nil-nil, Barry. Holy shit, it's very agricultural. Ooh, um, and it's just one of those. It looks it, it looks a bit sort of League Two, uh, non-league, but there was one big, angry, proper Irish accent, and he just gave this keeper loads of stick in the second half. Every time the keeper went to get a ball to keep it, and he was furious, this bloke, big red tomato face, just shouting and giving dogs abuse to the goalkeeper for no reason, because no one else in the crowd raised a murmur. It was a dog shit nil-nil draw, but this bloke wanted to kill the goalie, like. Um, but yeah, international week, man. I would normally complain a little bit more, but um, we get to go and drink beer, and Newcastle desperately, desperately need the international break, so I'm not going to complain about it too much. But what we have got, we're going to make some picks on these FA Cup replays. Um, once I've told you first about game time, um, if you want to buy tickets to watch Coleraine v Glen Torren and stand next to that tomato-faced uh, Irish fella, uh, get on to game time. They'll have all the tickets you want for that. Sports, music, comedy, theatre. And we've got killer deals on last-minute tickets. Best price guarantee. So you can look forward to the event uh, without all the hassle of sorting the tickets out. Um, the Game Time Guarantee credits you 110% of the difference if you can find the ticket in the same section in row four less, which is a champion deal. Uh, download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And uh, win bigger by betting smart this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA and MLB, um, as well as soccer bets with historical stats and data. Hall of Fame Bets, parlay optimizer too, gets hit rates broken down by leg, expected probabilities. Um, you can sort players by hit rate, find out who's hot and who's not, etc. So stop betting in the dark. And join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hufbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Right, FA Cup, Barry. Um, this is the first round proper of the FA Cup. Replays, so the games were played, the initial ties were played a week um, past last Saturday. Um, all these games were draws, so it went to a replay. Um, I think there's nine or ten games over the two nights. There's a lot of games on Tuesday night, one game on Wednesday. I've picked four. We have not discussed what we've picked, Barry, so lead us off and let's see um, if we've got any team rides going. Yeah, so I've kicked off with all of mine are on the Tuesday night, so people need to get in early and listen to this tomorrow. Um, we'll be putting this out Monday evening, so get involved. Um Malcolm, we're scraping the barrel here, aren't we? Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? It's, it's scraping the barrel. I'm looking at Horsham v Barnsley as my first game. Yes, uh, that's my first game as well, Buzz. Well, yeah. I, I had a feeling you'd do this because you've been quite sweet on Barnsley. 
and actually Barnsley have been very kind to you uh, on the occasions we've dipped into League One and stuff like that, haven't they? I've liked Barnsley for the old goal, lad- goal ladders at times. This game was nuts in the first uh, matchup, three-three, the final score. Um, so yeah, all of these are, are replays, as you say. So all have already draw- all of the teams have already drawn against each other. Um, yeah, I'm just bringing up the head-to-head. Three-three was the final score. I yeah. think um, Barnsley had to come back later on, did it? No, it was the other way around. Barnsley were no, three. It was the other night. Uh, yeah, Tom Richards got a late equaliser for Horsham. Yeah, Horsham had gone two-one up, hadn't they? And then and then Barnsley went ahead. Um, I, I like this one to be high scoring again. Horsham have gone over two and a half in four of their last five games. Barnsley have gone over two and a half in all of their last four. Um, Barnsley are still the highest scoring team in League One. As I say, really good for goal ladders. Now a lot of that's the home form. They got beat three 0 away at the Derby at the weekend. Um, that was their first defeat in seven games, I think. Um, so I think Barnsley will probably get the job done. Um, I like the goals again. I toyed with Barnsley goals. Barnsley to score three or more. It's five to six. But then I'm getting evens for the match total to be over three and a half. Uh, so a slightly bigger price. And I just think Horsham at home will, will get involved. So, um, especially it's an FA Cup game, Malcolm. We don't know how strong the teams are going to be. Um, so, I think Horsham can get involved. So, the pick for me is, is over three and a half goals at evens plus 100. Um, well, we can both win, Barry, but I've got a, a slightly different route here. Um, the odds on the game Horsham uh, sitting at 10 to 1. Uh, the doors eleven to two plus five fifty, and Barnsley a one to four minus four hundred. Um, so Horsham play in the uh, Isthmian League, um, based down in Sussex, um, at the um, the Camping World Community Stadium. Baz, uh, this one will be played at uh, a bit of Camping World action. So it's this is the seventh tier. Horsham are playing in the seventh tier. Uh, they did reach the first round two years ago, so they got a little bit of previous um, experience. And this will be their eighth game in this year's competition. It's a right old trudge just to reach the first round when you're down in the seventh tier. So this is their eighth game. Um, lost 2-0 at the weekend. Barry, who beat Horsham 2-0 at the weekend? This The answer to this question might blow the minds of our American listeners, Barry. Um, it's going to be someone like Vauxhall Motors or something like that. Hashtag United. Is the answer? Aggravated. I know. Uh, that is a real team. I think they just invented a team because why not? Um, to put out loads of YouTube videos and stuff, called themselves Hashtag United. Uh, and they're going along really well. So, yeah, they'll, Hashtag United beat Horsham at the minute. And Horsham haven't scored loads of goals, Barry. That three was a proper outlier to me. Um, Barnsley's form has been generally good. Um, that was a poor defeat at the weekend at Derby. But they've won five of their eight away games in the league. And they've kept seven clean sheets in 16 League One games. Um, I think the 3-3 draw has skewed the prices, Baz. Um, so, both teams to score no is 9-10, minus 1-1-1. But if you're betting that, I think you just have to tag on Barnsley win. Because Barnsley... Yeah, are very, very likely to win. Barnsley win to nil would be the better pick, wouldn't it? Yeah, so the, yeah, that's exactly my pick, Barry. Barnsley to win to nil um, is 5-4, to four, plus 125. And if they do hump them, Baz, if they get that 4-0, then we can still cash your bet as well. So that would be me. Uh, next up, 
Um, this is a 7.45 kickoff on Tuesday, um, 2.45 Eastern time. We have Forest Green Rovers taking on Scarborough Athletic, um, where Forest Green are 11 to 18, minus 163. The draw is 3 to 1. Scarborough Athletic are 17 to 4, uh, plus 425. Forest Green are rubbish, um, is my first takeaway here. 23rd in League Two. They have won two of the last four. Um, but just generally, the bad side, I think they're going to get relegated. They've been on the slide for about. 18 months, maybe even longer. They were overperforming, let's be honest. Uh, quite a tiny little concern. Um, famous for their vegan pitch. Um, but they score 1.13 goals per game, um, which isn't very many. Scarborough Athletic come from the National League North. Um, right, you know Scarborough, Barry. You know the locale. Um, you know the big commercial concerns in the area. What is the Scarborough Athletic Stadium called? I have no idea. Come on. I've been, I went this year. I came on the show and talked about an experience I had at this place. Not a clue. Scarborough Athletic played the Flamingo Land Stadium, Barry. Uh, Uh, I did. Yeah, I went. You did. Uh, The 16th in that league. They're not in bad form. But again, not many goals, Baz. 21 goals in 16 games. Um, so, again, I think this is just the wrong way. I think Forest Green can nick it. Probably an ugly 1-0 or a 2-0. But I think just because of the disparity between the two teams, the the over two and a half goals is, is odds on. Under two and a half is 15 to 13, plus 115. Um, these teams, I mean, as much as they are, like I said, Tier six, tier seven. They're good football sides, and there's not a massive gap. Scarborough Athletic will be very, very competitive. I mean, the fact that they brought them to a replay for a start, so the clues are there. Um, so yeah, under two and a half goals, Baz. I can see Forest Green nicking it. Um, but yeah, under two and a half is fifteen to thirteen plus one one five. Yeah, so I didn't take anything in that game, so I'll jump on forward. I have got next up for me Burton Albion versus Port Vale. Um this one was nil-nil when they played last time. Um, but again, I think I, I don't want to get too skewed by a nil-nil in the previous game, particularly because that game turned on an early red card, 18th minute, Port Vale were down to 10 men. Um, so I don't think you can read too much into the scoreline. And I think this one might be a bit more open. The last two head-to-heads between these teams in the league have finished up with five goals. Um, Burton have won 3-2. They won 3-2 in September. And they won 3-2 in March at the end of last season as well. So there's been goals in the last couple of head-to-heads between these in the competitive fixtures in the league. Um, and therefore, I think the overs is a good price at evens. Over two and a half goals at even money is the pick for me here. Uh, so Burton v Portfield, over 2.5 goals at evens. As I say, don't be put off by that nil-nil. That red card seemed like a bit of a, a bonkers first half. I think there was one red and four or five yellows in the first half of that game. Um and I suspect Port Vale then sat back and parked the bus where they won't do so here. I stayed clear of this one because these are two teams that I think have handicapped already this season in League Cup um, games and got them both wrong. I don't like Port Vale either because Robbie Williams is a Port Vale fan, isn't he? And I think he's a tit. 
he could go on the list actually. I mean, for no other reason than he supports Port Vale. You were Robbie Williams' uh, fan, Baz? I'm not. I'm not particularly offended by him. I would be honest, but uh, yeah. I wouldn't call him. Might be all right now. He's grown up a bit. He, I, he just seems a bit of a knob. Anyway, I I ignore that completely. I went to Salford City against uh, Peterborough United, Barry, and Salford are thirty to five plus two sixty. The draw is the same price, and Peterborough are uh, oh line movement, Barry. So someone somewhere in the world is backing Peterborough, uh, Barry, because three hours ago they were even money. They are now uh, 19 to 20, minus 105. Salford, 15th in League Two. Had a three-game unbeaten run going, uh, which they lost to Mansfield on Saturday. Um, but we know we're quite sweet on Mansfield um, at the minute. They're the lower league darlings. Um, they were a bit unlucky in Mansfield. A good Peterborough are up to fourth in League One. They've only had one defeat in 11. And they're scoring goals, Baz. They've had a four and a five in the last three games and um, this just screams goals um over two and a half and both teams to score is 19 to 20 barry minus 105 yeah so i've got a pick in this one um two, yeah. two, in the first, two yeah two two in the first game wasn't it Salford that's a great from, comp just do it again yeah Salford came from behind twice um and the final goal came in the 93rd minute so peterborough were just a whisker away from winning that one um peterborough in good form league one Salford it's in, in League Two. Peter have lost just one in the last 15 competitive games. So that's losses in 90 minutes. They've had a couple of extra time games and things like that. And Salford aren't in any great form. They've only two wins in the last eight. And one of those was against the Man United under-21 side in the AFL Trophy. I just think Peter Brough are a better team and they're in better form. Um, and although they didn't get the job done in the first leg, they were unlucky not to do so. I'm taking Peter Brough. I think Peter Brough had evens. There's a good price here. So Peterborough to beat Salford at even money, plus 100. Yeah, Peterborough are a good side. Like um, Mafia is co-signing the Peterborough pick as well. Uh, Captain Sano has joined us. Hiya, Captain. How are you? Um, you uh, you up next, Baz? What you got? Um, I've got one more game. Have you got one more as well? I've got one more game. I did the Wednesday game, though. I think you had I've gone, uh, I've gone rogue in this last one. I've gone for some... Big fancy prices, big underdog. Um, it's a cup competition. You've got to chuck a dog out there somewhere, haven't you? Oh, let's have a um, look. So let's have a look. Where are we? I've got Derby versus Crew Malcolm. Oh, um, okay. Another game that finished two-two in the first uh, first fixture. Um, goals is priced very short here. It's eight to fifteen for over two and a half. I like goals again. I think Derby are hitting a bit of form. Just one loss in the last six, and they've scored sixteen goals in those last six games as well. And then we've got Crew, who are the second highest scorers in League Two. Um, crew team totals have been a regular pick for me this season down in the yep. AFL. Regular hitting over one and a half, although they haven't done in the last three league games now. Uh, prior to that, they were on a nine-game streak where they were hitting two or more every week. Um, but in a cup tie where Derby might rotate a little, I think Crew can have a say in this, um, much like they did in the first leg. Um, and I think they can get amongst the goals. So I've got two picks here. The main pick for me, Malcolm, is Crew to score two or more goals. Seven to two is Ooh, the pick. Um, love that. They've done it in the first leg. Um, it's a cup game. Anything can happen in these games. And because I'm going with Crew to score two goals, I've got to put them out as an underdog player. 15 to two plus 750 for Crew to beat Derby here. It's a long shot. 
Um, you know, the teams are, are one division apart, crew crew in League Two, Derby in League One. But in the early round of this competition, it wouldn't be a massive, massive shock if crew who are in good form went and beat Derby. And 15 to 2 just looks a very big price. So I wanted to find one, at least one underdog in this list of games. Um, and that's where I've gone. I've gone with crew. So the pick for me, Derby v crew, is crew to score two or more at seven to two. Um, but let's have a little bit on crew to beat Derby as well inside 90 minutes at 15 to two. Okay. Um, the last game, the only Wednesday game here, um, that is a 7.45 kickoff. I'm guessing it's on the telly somewhere. Um, is Cray Valley Paper Mills, um, or to give them that full title, Barry, it's Cray Valley Brackets Paper Mills. The Paper Mills is in brackets. Don't know why. Uh, take on Charlton Athletic. Cray Valley Brackets Paper Mills are 9-1. to The draw is 11-2. And Charlton are the 1-4, minus 400 favourites. Barry, how long would it take you to get from Charlton Athletics, the Valley, to Cray Valley Brackets, Paper Mills, uh, the Arctic Stadium, better known as Badger Sports Ground. On Google Maps, how, how long? Um, I don't know where Cray Valley is. Well, that's kind of the question, and isn't don't, it? Don't, um, that's, a, that, that's another way of wording the question, Barry. Don't Charlton play at the Valley as well? Isn't that their stadium? That's what I said, you divvy. I said, how long would it take you to get from the Valley to Badger Sports Ground? <laughs> the home of Cray Valley Brackets Paper Mills. Close brackets. Right. I'm going to it's go not that big a deal, Barry. All you've got to do was say a number. You've sucked the entire enthusiasm out of this mildly light-hearted bit of trivia. Nine minutes, Malcolm. The answer, Barry, is nine minutes. You've, <laughs> <laughs> you've, re you've redeemed yourself. Having ruined the feature, Barry... You've redeemed the feature all at one go. I mean, Keenel, podcast Hall of Fame stuff there. Uh, Award-winning material. Nine minutes, Barry, it would take. Did you know that? To get from uh, the Arctic Stadium, better known as Badger Sports Ground, to Charlton Athletics, the Valley. So, Cray Valley Brackets Paper Mills um, are in the Isthmian South East. So, they're one league down from Horsham. Horsham were in the Isthmian Prem, uh, then splinters off into... Sort of London and the southeast, so it's all in that little London southeast corridor. Um, but they've only played six league games because they've played so many stupid games in this competition. We said Horsham played eight, uh, so they're like, they're, and they're actually doing all right um, because they've scored twenty-one goals in those six league games. Um, they've already put five past Enfield at home in this competition. Charlton are eleventh in League One, mid-table form. But they've scored, uh, there's been 27 goals in their last seven games, Barry. So nearly four per game. Um, it just goals, goals, goals. So we'll, we'll get the ladder out, Baz. Um, so we'll add all these Cray Valley goals to all these Charlton goals. Um, and we could get a shootout. Also, you get the safety net if a Charlton blowout. If Charlton do go and duff them up 5-0, which is entirely possible. Um, so we're going to take the match goals rather than Anything else? So the little ladder Barry is over th starts at over three and a half, uh, which is eleven to ten plus one ten. Over four and a half is five to two, and over five and a half is eleven to two. Uh, so yeah, goals, goals, goals between Cray Valley Paper Mills and Charlton Athletic. There you go. That's me done. What you got? Love a ladder. Love a ladder. Uh, that's the ladder. Done. I've put four picks out now. I think you've done the same. So I think that is us covered. Um, Beautiful, well done. 
six six games we've covered out of those uh, FA Cup replays. If anyone's betting on those, the one that head checked. Um, but you never know. <laughs> you know, some some people might might like some savage amusement. Um, so there you go. What else are you going to do on a Tuesday night? There's no Champions yep. League, so get get involved. So uh, I'm just checking out. Uh, so what we're going to do on Wednesday, Baz? It's international, um, isn't there? There's Friday night, there's Saturday night. Um, we'll cover some Euro qualifiers. Um, yeah, Esfatini play on Friday, Baz, one o'clock in the afternoon. They're home to Libya, three to one underdogs. Uh, yeah, we'll get stuck into the African qualifiers uh, on Friday. We, we enjoy a bit of that. Um, right, okay, thank you very much, Barry. Uh, thank you, everyone who's put up with this garbage for 49 minutes. I bet that's not many people. Um, but listen, someone's going to win these games. Uh, so why not? It was a bit more relaxed tonight because we haven't got much to talk about. Um, yeah, Wednesday night we'll find some picks to play out. Uh, if you stay tuned to the socials, if you're remotely interested to find out where Barry's taking me uh, on me trip, um, we'll try and post all that and we'll let people know in the Discord channel and stuff. Um, anything you need to tell the people, Baz, before we go? I had a quick football-related story. It follows on from your... You already know this. Um, I spoke to you yesterday. But it follows on from the IT department. And what, what was the score in the netball game? 45-1. Yeah, we had a football game yesterday, my girls' team. And uh, we won 13-0, which I don't think is too bad. Um, but I did have one of the parents after the game say to me, uh, we should have went easy on them. Uh, now, my, my girls' team hadn't won a game this season. And, and I thought, but, you know, a run-up a score, a bit of a confidence booster. Um, but also, Malcolm, what do you do? I, I get gets in at half-time with 7 nil up. We've got three girls who've scored two goals apiece. Um, they all want the hat-trick, don't they? So yeah. you, can't, you can't just say to kids, uh, oh, let's take it easy on them now. Um, and to be fair, the other team didn't never let the heads drop. They carried on, played on throughout them. We kept scoring. Um, to be fair, um, they only had 10 players against our 11. So they were up against it. But yeah, I wasn't taking my foot off the pedal. We, we needed a confidence-boosting win, Malcolm. Uh, yeah. And that's what we got. And hopefully that'll, that was a cup game. And hopefully it'll lead us into uh, this week's league game with a bit of uh, bit of confidence. I mean, they'll probably um, win this week if I'm not there, so... We yeah, uh, I had a terrible day on Saturday, Baz. I went and watched Bob play football, and it was dog shit. Um, he touched the ball about six times, chest high every time. It's not where he wants it. Hated it. Came home, watched Newcastle. That was terrible as well. So I was in a foul mood. Um, then I had to go out to work. Saved the weekend because I wasn't going to get up and go on Sunday morning because I hated football. So I got, but I did. I got up on little sleep and went to watch Bob. Uh, and we went up to Walls End, Barry, very famous boys club Walls End. Home of Alan Shearer and Michael Carrick and all sorts of big players. Uh, and they're the big Division One smelling themselves. And we went and rolled them over in the cup. Um, absolutely brilliant. Uh, and Bob was magnificent. And me and him have been smiling about it ever since. So that saved my weekend there. Yeah. Um, swings and roundabouts of, uh, of small people football. Um, right, OK, let's get going. We'll be back on Wednesday night to check some stuff out. Uh, have some bets. Good luck. Uh, Cortland Sutton. Captain Sino, all the points tonight. You can stick it. Um, and we will see you down the road. Cheers. Mm-hmm.